0: is super cool. As always, this is Sudabe and I'm with Jonathan and Gisella of Ace Handyman Services. Did I say your name right? You did. Absolutely. Ah, yes. Thank you. I feel like with a name like mine, I have to like, like rep my other like cool name people and not mess it up. Thank you. I truly appreciate it because I understand that completely. Yes. Yes. I, I understand it too. So how are you guys today? Good. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for uh, coming on the podcast and talking about this. I don't think we've had a handy uh, man company. <laughs> I don't before. think so, my Yeah, I was excited. To yeah, run, you guys are gonna be our first. It. It's, um, I need to be a little bit more handy. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm doing my mother a disservice because she was the handy like person in the family, yeah. not my dad, oh, very like cool. she just like, she just knew how to do it all. And I'm like, how do you put a screw here? Right. <laughs> yeah, so we need some lessons. All right. Um, how did you guys get into this line of work?
1: A um, couple of things. Uh, we had been fortunate enough for over the last few years to um, you know, design and build our own homes. We actually built a home uh, on a remote coast of Ecuador back in 2012. Oh, wow. So it was built out of shipping containers. And uh, we took that opportunity then to kind of work with uh, a lot of the local craftsmen and tradesmen there to help build it. Uh, and it was a heck of an experiment. Uh, we learned a lot. Uh, the local community learned a lot. And um, from there, we kept building our skills. I had done some other larger projects um, throughout the last, you know, five, ten years. And um, because we love St. Pete so much and we both kind of had a, a career change kind of mid-pandemic, mm-hmm. we really wanted to find a business that kind of suited our kind of Aesthetic. our aesthetics, yeah. our, skills. our skills, but really to be a part of the community. I mean, I think our, our what we really felt was... Um, you know, To be in St. Pete is to really provide like a service yeah. or, or an opportunity, not only of what you offer as a product, but to the community as well. And um, we did find this opportunity with Ace Hardware, which is what this is a part of. Mm-hmm. Ace Handyman Services is a new business division they started. Okay. And what their goal was was twofold. It was to, one, provide a, a service to customers that's really missing in the market, which is these small to medium jobs that homeowners need done. Uh, it's very hard for homeowners to find someone that they can trust, that can show up, and can do the work. Um, and on the flip side of the business, for the craftspeople that we hire, it's about giving them the opportunity to work in a kind of a more professional environment. So for a lot of craftspeople, uh, whether they're independent handymen, skilled tradesmen, if they're working on their own and they're good, they're in high demand. And when they're in high demand, their phone's ring all day long, and then their voicemail box fills up, and then they can't get back to people. Um, or it's just a job where you have to wear 10 hats. You've got to be customer service, you've got to be accounting, you've got to be marketing, you've got to do all of it. So uh, the goal with Ace Hardware was to take this business and kind of elevate it to just a kind of more continuous professional experience from the time the phone is answered to the time the craftsman shows up. And more importantly, you know, make sure our customers feel great about the experience they're having and our craftspeople have a really good, you know, quality balance of life. We pay, you know, we pay good wages, they're our employees, we cover their taxes. Um, we're insured. We're bonded. We're a licensed contractor, so we're just really trying to change that space in the market.
0: I yeah, I think that's that's really awesome that like you guys are here because that is a really big like issue. Like one of our clients, her home is being remodeled, and like she's running into so many issues with the people mm-hmm. who are doing it. Sure. And it's like there is that little like gap in the market where it's like, can you really trust the people that are coming into your home and fixing things or remodeling things renovating things um you know because i i don't trust anyone like you <laughs> other know than it's your like mother. other than your mother yeah other than mom <laughs> shout out to mom she can do it all for me um so i guess like so you two are married correct mm-hmm. and so i guess like what hats do each of you play within this business like what are your really? strengths that you each bring
2: well i deal with the client services okay uh, which is my specialty i come from a background of luxury client services okay so I do all the client services, book the jobs, make sure the clients are happy, as well as take care of the scheduling for the craftspeople. And Jonathan does the, he'll go out and do assessments, check on jobs, more of the field supervisor role. Okay, cool, cool. Are you handy at all? Uh, I am learning to be handy. Nice, there you go, there you go. I have learned to be able to look at a job through pictures, analyze it, Schedule it tell you how long it'll take and use all the vocabulary nice. So yeah I think that's important too. like, you know, because like in a sense
0: like it is kind of like a man's world You know, like ah. it, it like it used to be and now that's changing It well, better change. Right? Well, I'll tell you that
1: there, there's two interesting points there um, What we do find is that the majority of our calls and most of the people managing the, the home improvements in their home is the wife or the So yes. I, I'll tell you that, that we see that all the time. Yeah, Uh Obviously, they are kind of driving the, the creative there, the aesthetics, but we find that they're really involved in project management. So I think, um, yeah, they know uh, women are really involved in what they want happening in their homes. I think when they get to talk with Gisella and they hear her asking okay. these really informed questions builds that trust.
2: Yeah. You know? I agree. And I we agree. also have a cross woman on our team. Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. so badass. I love that. Yeah. So you guys
0: have been in business for how long? Ten months. Ten months. Okay, and you told us earlier it was going to be a year in June. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yay, congrats. Thank you. Almost a year. That's such, like, an exciting thing, too, It's like, when you finally, like, get to that year. Like, you did it. Yeah. Especially when you started in the middle of the pandemic. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, it's been a a heck of a year. Yeah. (laughs) We're
0: pretty proud of ourselves and the team, so. Mm -hmm. How did that, like, work, though, since you guys started in the middle of the pandemic and, like, obviously, like, going into people's, like, homes or even on their property, like, how
2: how was that like? How did you guys maneuver that? Well, I think because obviously everyone was home, so they would, were staring at their homes and improvements they wanted. So there was obviously business to be done. Mm-hmm. We followed the CDC guidelines and all of that, and just made sure you know everyone felt comfortable in what they were doing. And it was nice for us to be able to provide jobs for people during that time as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's
0: like you yeah. said, like they're staring at your home, and then you realize, wow, my house doesn't look cool at all. Yeah they, yeah,
1: they need work done. Yeah.
0: You know, like our house definitely got decorated a lot when we were in quarantine. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know, I had like nothing to do, so I literally just
2: shopped. Work, right. You well, know. and
1: yeah, there's a bit of a market shift now, too. Obviously, there's a lot of kind of housing stock turnover in St. Pete right now. I mean, we all see it, you know, so there's a lot of people yeah. who are moving in. They need their homes improved. Um, so there's kind of a shift from like the pandemic kind of I need to make a, you know, a workspace to, cut. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, we have new people moving in. We have uh, so there's just this kind of shift in the market, which is totally understandable. And, um, you know, that's been interesting to be able to continue to pivot to where, you know, the, the work is.
0: Yeah. Um, what is, like, the most common thing that you guys see here that people need, like, fixed or even, like, renovated? Doors. Interesting. <laughs> right? Yeah. Doors,
1: window trim. I mean, one of the beauties of St. Pete, and that's actually what makes uh, we really love about um, this business is just the variety of homes in St. Pete. Yeah. Obviously, you know, you've got neighborhoods like Kenwood, and then you've got the modern homes throughout, you know, different parts. So there's really a lot of different techniques and skills that are required in, in St. Pete. Um, so you know, working on the beautiful craftsman homes is wonderful to get to do because you know that requires a certain level of skill and knowledge, yeah. and we're fortunate to have a couple of craftspeople who really know how to do that. Then um, there's just you know the range of things that happen in the modern homes that are a little different. So um, that's what's really nice about St. Pete is just the range of work we get there's, to do.
2: Yeah, and it's interesting because we every day is different for us. You just don't know what someone's going to call and request. You know, we just had a request to do coyote rollers.
1: Anyone know what coyote rollers are? No, I was about to
2: ask that. What right. are those? So they're they're a roller system that you put on top of a fence so that if a coyote tries to jump over your fence to he eat your backwards. pet, he'll roll backwards. Do so, know. <laughs> you know, so some you know, every day we'll get these different random requests and we're like, wow, well, this is cool. So it gives us certain. a create a moment of creativity for our craftspeople that maybe have done doors for a week straight or screaming or a drywall yeah. and they're like oh now i can design nice. something to you know i need coyote rolls just for my dog in general right well it works both she's ways she's crazy right?
0: like just roll her back yeah. over yeah. like that's yeah. like our biggest stress about like finding a home is we need the fencing to be big enough because she can jump over things mm-hmm. she doesn't you know mm-hmm. and she's not fearful at all oh. so i need the I hurdle. guess when it's, from the, outside bit, it's yeah. from the outside it's
1: coyote rollers, from the inside it's po- pooch rollers. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> right, <so laughs> I, it's all perspective.
0: I fear, the, yeah, I fear for the coyote that wants to step into her yard because <laughs> uh, she's not playing.
2: <laughs> That's cute.
0: Is there anything that you guys wish that people would just learn to fix for themselves?
2: Um... You can be
0: honest yeah, here. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a few things wow. that you're like, you can do I think this people, yourself.
1: I, I'll tell you, I think people should feel confident installing a deadbolt themselves.
0: I can agree on that. That seems like an easy thing to do, honestly.
1: Okay. They should feel confident enough to do that. It's only a Phillips screwdriver. Yeah. So.
0: Have you guys ever thought, though, about like starting like a YouTube channel, like kind of
2: like tool time, and just teaching okay. people these like low things? We love things. this old house. Yeah. But so. No. We haven't. What we have thought about is maybe doing some kind of, um, apprenticeship, you know, like with like younger, younger kids that want to get handy and, um, bring them in and do, Hey, let's build a, I don't know, a birdhouse or let's change a, we said a door, door doorknob or something Mm -hmm. like that. So
0: I feel like there are really small things that like people in a sense could kind of learn to in a sense do for themselves just a little bit. Um, you know, because it's like, you said, like a deadbolt. That's something yeah. that is kind of super simple to do for it yourself.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: and save yourself just a little bit of cash there. Save it, for, save it for the big well, remodel, you it's, know? It's
1: self-reliance. Yeah, sure. That
0: too. Really? You know, it's like changing a tire. Like, they should have taught us that in school.
2: I don't know how to do that
0: either. So uh, I was, yeah, yeah. I don't know either. And honestly, they should probably should have taught us in school. <laughs> I know. It's got a little frightening when you're on that highway and you're like, whoa, what if? Right. Like say like you have to like wait for someone to come fix it for you or you don't have AAA, you know, like <laughs> yeah. I would be freaking out. <laughs> I'd be calling everyone until they picked up their
2: phone. Well, that's a good thing about us. We pick up right away. You guys change tires? No, but for any can change services. Tires. Oh, yeah. they can. They can change tires.
0: I'll go down and do it for this price. Good. Is there like a super common tool that you guys use, where you're Just like you can use this thing for anything?
1: The drill gun. I mean, no okay. job, every job uses a drill gun. Hmm.
0: So if you don't have your drill gun, you're like,
1: poop out of luck.
2: Yeah. right? I Right. Yeah. Wow. But the craftsmen do have to bring so many tools. I imagine, it, yeah. There is not one tool that does every job. I've mm-hmm. asked that question as well. I'm like, why isn't there just one tool? It can do everything. No, it doesn't exist. It's not like a utility knife that has all the little, you know, the craftspeople do have to bring so many tools with them in their truck. They always have to be prepared hmm. for yeah. countless different type of jobs. I imagine.
0: There's, I don't know if you guys have, like uh have hulu at all. Mm -hmm. But there's a show called Bees are on there and it's like this guy that's like trying to save the bees and he does like bee removal and it's just like goes about his like daily life saving the bees. He's an eccentric character. But I was just, like, thinking in my head. I was like, this would kind of be a cool reality show. (laughs) Like, going out to all of these, like, different, like, stuff that you guys have going on. I love that. And then just, like, I would watch that. I have no idea how to fix anything or any of the lingo. It goes over my head. I would watch that.
1: Look, I I think there's... From a storytelling perspective, there's something there because I think what people do overlook for craftspeople and skilled trades is that it's a really highly creative uh, yeah, yeah. endeavor because their job is to solve problems based on something like they MacGyver's. Yeah. Um, you know, there is almost no uh, you know set way to fix most things. You've either come across a home that's a hundred years old or it's been modified uh, you know twenty times. Uh, so there's a lot of uh, creative you know, kind of problem solving that goes into it. And it has to happen very quickly for them. And that comes from years of experience. It's about how you modify, you know, what are materials or tools. And uh, I think that's what's, you know, sometimes overlooked in this field. It's really highly creative.
0: Yeah. You guys really are like artists in your own way. And I think like that's the best thing about this podcast is I realize more and more that no matter what the industry is, people are artists everyone is an artist in their own way because you really do take a really boring aspect or an aspect that someone thought in their house was like ugly or unappealing and you guys really do like change it into something where the person's like oh my god I love that part of my house now
1: and that's probably the most rewarding part I think even for us and for our uh, craftspeople I mean is they really like seeing people happy with what's happened afterwards Um, and sometimes it's the simplest thing I mean sometimes it's putting up a towel rack that's been not hasn't been put up for ten years or two months or whatever uh, sometimes it's doing a bit more of like a bathroom refresh mm. but um, yeah I, we love seeing that you know that's why we are on the service side of this business um, we're extremely proud of the reviews that we get um, we get reviews before sometimes our craft people have finished pulling out of the car out of the driveway yeah. it's pretty remarkable oh, that's awesome. and uh, we attribute that you know one obviously to you know the caliber of craftspeople we have but because we, we're creating the space for them to focus on their work and only their work, that's what they can do and they can do it well. And uh, so that's really what we're, we're trying to do here. Those are the, the real kind of basic you know, pillars of our business model right now.
0: Very nice. Um, what would you guys say is like the hardest part about your job? Hmm.
1: I, I think it's, you know, people's expectations about okay. what they want and what it takes to get there. You know, okay, and I think that's another one of the things that we've learned more and more to work with is really guiding customers along the process that it takes to get where they want to be. I mean, a lot of projects are small, we're in and out. Some t- are a little more involved, and you know, oftentimes we're referring people who call to us to other contractors or other trades just because it's not what we do or what they really want is not something you want to do through kind of a handyman service. Okay, you know, like we really try and guide people in the right way. It's not like just we'll do anything and everything. We either say this is a great idea we can help you but these are steps a b and c or hey you know who you should talk to you know you need to talk to like an iron fabricator and they can do that for you or whatever it might yeah. be yeah you know?
0: yeah i think like two is like sometimes you call these people and they're like oh yeah i can do that and then they really
1: sure can't right. do and, it and so you know that comes you know as Giselle was saying she's as knowledgeable as a general contractor now like we're very good at, you know, making sure it's not like, yes, we'll take it and we'll figure it out when we get there. Like yeah. if it feels like something that should be done by like a properly skilled person, then let's send them there.
0: Okay. What is like one job that you've had to turn down where you're just like, okay, like this is just not something we can do for you.
2: I mean, I guess it would be more of extreme plumbing. We're not going to okay. do like extreme. Yeah, we don't do plumbing. We don't do plumbing or, you know, uh, change. I think stuff. It's,
1: it's people who have like uh, serious foundation issues
2: yeah okay
1: you know but you get a little bit of that here with the older homes yeah
0: oh yeah a lot of areas that flood yeah shore acres shout out to the old (laughs) neighborhood because (laughs) that place is crazy
1: so um but you know that's like i said it's not that we won't do it it's just that we're going to push it in the right direction
0: yeah i think that's great too because you know it's like you guys aren't scared to like really like push clients in a sense into you know other other people like if we look at it in like a capitalism sense those are your competitors but like i guess in like a community sense you're just like okay well these are going to be great people for the job no yeah we we definitely partner with a
2: lot of a lot of other
0: trades
1: so there's no value in doing a job we can't do well
0: exactly exactly like i think that's the beautiful thing about st Pete businesses is there's I haven't found someone yet who's like, I don't want to be the best at everything. Screw everyone else. Like, there's a lot of the mentality of like, yeah, we're just all one big happy family. That's it. I, you know, we're just yeah. we're just chilling over here. They're chilling over there. Like, that's cool. And um, we don't we don't see that like a lot, especially on the media. Everything is like competition. Yeah, like, and winner take like, all. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and it's it is nice to see um people just being like, yeah, you know, it's we're just one big happy community. I agree. Yeah. My last question for you guys is like, what do you really want the community to know about your business?
2: I mean, for me, it's to know that um, we have created a space to not only help homeowners and renters, mm-hmm. um, but also to, we've created a space for the craftspeople to be able to use all the skills they have in the most professional matter, manner possible, right? They have this space where they can be as creative, to use their skills, to be the craftspeople people they want to be, and um, and they're respected.
0: Okay, nice. I love that. So you guys are good bosses.
1: True. Yeah, yeah. We, you know, we're yeah, we're, a, we're
2: a team for sure. It's, nice. No. Nice. How about you, Jay? Come on.
1: Uh, I think on the flip side, it's um, you know, as a homeowner who like everyone else, try to get stuff done on my house the frustration levels of kind of trying to independently find someone on Craigslist or next door, um, is really difficult. Um, what we're trying to do is remove that uncertainty for people. Okay. And, uh, I think that's key. That's what we're really trying to do is just put people in a space where they can trust the process of having someone come work on their home. We come across a lot of customers have been burned They're You know, their defenses mm-hmm. are up for all the right reasons. And our goal is really to try and make, you know, remove the uncertainty, build the trust, and let people have a good experience um, from beginning to end.
0: I love that. Well, thanks so much for sitting down and talking with us guys, and we wish you nothing but success and to be here for a long, long, long time.
1: Well, St. Pete is super cool. It is
0: super cool. Thanks for listening, St. Pete. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can catch all the fun conversations we will have with our local artists and business owners. For some fun behind the scenes, follow us on Instagram at Good Morning St. Pete. We hope you all have a sunny day and remember to always
2: stay super cool.